Hey everybody, welcome back to Ginger Flicks. I'm Joey. And I'm Josh. And we are doing some Halloween movies for you, if you haven't noticed. I guess we kind of started with Knock Knock. Mm-hmm. Correct? We did. With some psychological some psychological thriller going on. Yeah, and, sort of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. It, I'll give it I'll give it, it a sort of at most. It was psychologically draining. But, uh, <laughs> mentally, yeah, mentally that too. For sure. Um, but sight. we're uh, we're going we're for back. we're going for some uh, fun here. Josh, what movie did we watch for this week? Well, inadvertently, we kind of did a two wham, like a two punch Jamie Lee Curtis. We'll, movie mini marathon not yet that's for next oh. week <laughs> we can tell them yeah we'll tell them we'll do we're doing two jamie lee curtis movies in a row but this week so we started it off we're starting off with prom night yes prom night the 1980 canadian jamie lee yeah. curtis slasher yeah. movie i kind of canadian up I can this. see that. Yeah, you've got right, some got, uh, like, We the North. We the North. And all this Jason funness. Con, you know. I like yeah, it. Like, I, I like it. I like it a lot. 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 Right? <laughs> uh, what can we say about this thing? Other than there was... Sorry, before, I even, before I even forget, because we will go Canadian, next week we're doing Halloween. That stars... Michael Myers, but if you you know like Mike Myers as well. Well, okay, That's that that actually Canadian that has bit. no. There is a Canadian thing to it if you think about it. The mask is a Shatner mask painted. There you go. But okay, next week we'll talk next about that week, next time. We'll we won't talk about that now. But tonight, <laughs> this very episode, we are talking about prom night. Prom night. Did you did did you go to prom? I went to two proms actually. Me too. <laughs> but like I went to two proms for my own school. That's weird. How'd you pull that off? <laughs> like cuz okay, well, there thought. there isn't like a junior and senior prom up here no, in Canada. No. It's just like the it's just senior prom. It's just It's, it's what just it is. Prom. Yeah. Had, <laughs> That's all it is. At my us. school at my school, we had a semi-formal and a formal. And formal was prom. Yeah, same. Semi-formal, same. like everybody went to formal. Semi-formal was, was a regular dance that was open for all the grades. It was just a dance. Yeah. And, and uh, then there was prom. Year, there might have been a, but I think for one year, there might have been a junior semi and a senior semi. I think. I could be wrong on that. But I think there was. Like grade 9 and 10s went to like the junior semi-formal. And then 11, 12 and OAC. I don't remember if it was like that at my school or not. I can't guarantee that, that answer. I, I know that wasn't always the case because <laughs> I know for sure that wasn't the last year, but I feel like they may have done that. Or maybe it was just regular dances. Anyways, we like, though. Dance. Anyway. Anyways. So, yes, I went to two because I thought I was going to graduate a year earlier and take a year off, but I didn't end up doing that. You silly goose. I know. I know. <laughs> But I, I went to two because I dated a girl that didn't go to my high school. So we went to her school's prom and then we went to my yeah, school's go. prom. So that's Equally how we got terrible. to. 
You're equally delightful. I mean, <laughs> and it and it didn't have what this movie had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A mur- a, a, a enraged murderer killing students. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. essentially, this guy was very um. This murderer, 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 murderer. It's like Mortimer, but murderer, murderer. This murderer. Uh, Mortimer is like, <laughs> like evil little brother. Murderer. <laughs> it's Mortimer and murderer. Um, but anyways, this murderer in in this movie was very. He had a plan. He really didn't divert from it. Aside from like. Mm-hmm. A few other things. And this movie, um, it kind of dragged. Oh, God. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it drags. So, it, okay, so it opens up with these kids running in what I can only think of is an abandoned insane asylum is what I read. Or some sort of abandoned hospital. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It definitely seemed, it seemed, it had that feel to it. Yeah. And so they're running around screaming at each other. The killer's going to get you until they corner this poor girl. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing before we even like get right into that, I I looked it up. Right. And it's like, just like I leafed through kind of like the Wikipedia, Uh whatever synopsis. And it said they were playing hide and seek. But I don't remember them ever playing hide and seek. Like it was just immediately right into the murderer is going to get you murderer. And I was like, what game is this? Yeah, they and were not got, playing hide and seek at all. It got worse as when it was finally just what's her name? Robin, I think. I guess. Right? Yeah. The, the girl that dies is Robin. So when she's getting like she's trying to play, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to all turn on her. And say kill, 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 or whatever it was. But they weren't even like they then and then when she finally falls to her impending doom, they act like they're surprised at the fact that they essentially pushed her out a window. (laughs) Yeah, that was all handled very, very strange because also she was backing up slowly and just fell. And not just fell like through an open window, she crashed through that window. Yeah. I'm like, how weak is this window in in a building? Like, even in 1980, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there was at least some sort of lock, or even the the glass they used couldn't just shatter by a little child just leaning on it. <laughs> like, if she was running and then tripped, right? And yeah, like, and then that might be one thing. But that was that was strange right off the top. Yeah, she like but had to climb movie, up onto. Um, a ledge first yeah. before she fell out that window and they just kept like cornering her it's like okay wait do you think you guys would get it and then the whole fact that they're freaked out and then they make that pact that they tell nobody about it yeah which again i don't understand how, how what do you mean you tell nobody about it do you know what i mean like again the logic makes no sense because there would be questions there would be questions right away. Who was, why was Robin in this hospital? Who was she with? Who are her friends? And are they all going to deny it? No way. You will catch children in lies. I'm sorry. Especially that big of a lie. Easily. Easily. But anyways. You know? 
after all that, and you know, the police come, they, they, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's kind of, it kind of took me out of it, but that's because I, uh, and I think both of us, you know, will agree to this is that because we're not from an era where we know Leslie Nielsen to do dramatic work. <laughs> yeah. No, Just... he was, <laughs> I only knew him from naked gun. Like I never even watched airplane. I, and, I think it's, I saw... He's not dramatic in that either. <laughs> he's, he's, no, airplane is, no, it's, I think it's, airplane it's... was his first comedic role. Yeah. <laughs> so, of his, his surgeon. so as to, Younger Leslie Nielsen's fans, let's put it that way. We're not familiar with his dramatic work. So seeing him in what is supposed to be a bit of a dramatic role kind yeah. of takes me out of it, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. It did. I mean, it didn't. It didn't. It's just I, I was. It is such a small role that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, Leslie Nielsen's in this. Nice. Awesome. And then he did nothing, and he disappears for the last forty minutes. For the climax of the movie, he just is Fun gone. The movie, he's gone. Doesn't even show up at the end. Like, is he's the principal? People are dying, and he's still nowhere to be found. But he is at the prom, which I he's don't there. understand. He is there. Yeah, he wasn't even there when people scattered. No, he was gone by that like, point. You know, he was already gone. I was like, well, what did, what, why? What happened? We established that him, him and his wife in the movie. Oh, they were, they were going to town making a new Robin. They were, uh, they were going to work in his office. He took her to the principal's office, if you know what I mean. He gave her detention. Let me tell okay. You. <laughs> so, okay. So this, uh, so from those kids, you know, being, dropping that kid out the window, Robin, they move mm -hmm. on to, you know, seven years later or something like that. And it's all the night of prom and all this stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. they introduce so much, un, I guess, unnecessary characters, if you think about it. And I Did feel I kind of, well, not, not essentially unnecessary, but like, I think the only people we knew of affected the plot mainly or were affected by fair enough. Okay. But what I'm trying to say but it is it was so much build up though. It was so, but it was, it was like, it was build up, up that went to nothing that went nowhere. Yeah, it was, it was so right? much build up. So we know it's it this group. But yeah. then they go on and they give you this red herring about what was it? Um, mental, <laughs> mental patients. It was like they were trying to. There was literally they were trying to steal from Halloween almost. It was. I think it, it's like oh, there's an escaped mental mental patient running around town. It's like what? We just it watched that. Been, <laughs> it would have been kind of cool if we did see the mental patient. You know. Yeah, like, and then like they tried to throw you curveballs, like saying, like you know, even like possibly having you suspect the janitor or like the groundskeeper, yeah. which again yeah, would work. Yeah. We but... needed more. Like if they gave like random scares, just kind of like, um, not, not even not kills, just scares. Like all of a sudden the met, you see the mental patient, like run down the street or he runs into somebody. Funny enough that we mentioned Halloween. They originally, and I can't remember 
It wasn't in this. So in there was an original cut where there is a Michael Myers cameo mm. in okay. this. Solid. <laughs> Which is, Solid I think, what they good. kind of allude to with this. But I mean... Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it was, was that... The mental patient was Michael Myers. Yeah, and then maybe. Him. Uh, but with... even in Halloween one and two, he's never actually caught. No, least, well, no. I vaguely remember Halloween two. I know. Yeah, I know. Halloween two is set mainly in the hospital. I think. Right, right. But I haven't well, seen anyways, that. I mean, so like then, and then it's just like going through the motions of getting ready for prom and all this talk, and they. They have a few somewhat jump scares with Jamie Lee Curtis and the girl in the change room earlier yeah. in the movie when the when the glass is mm-hmm. broken and you think, okay, maybe they're going to start trying to scare us then. And no, that doesn't happen. Then we go back to just this, again, slow buildup. I mean, even mm-hmm. to the point where we're watching everybody get ready for the prom. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good yeah, chunk. I feel like everything lingered. Yeah, the, there was a bit of a lingering. You know, it's like, it was just like the scenes went on just like a little too long. The the buildup was a little too long. Even when we finally get into some of the kills, it takes so long for them to happen. Right, yeah, and totally. Like, and, it, and it's, I mean, sometimes, yeah, you want to build that suspense. But when it, it gets built too long, you kind of lose... Mm-hmm. Oh no, I know. I I get what you're saying com- completely and it's just this one took so long to get to anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, just it took like forever. You know, I mean <laughs> I But admit, so there, we there watched other we watched we watched other movies where, you know, it does have a slow build, but the build sort of leads to something and it doesn't feel like it's taking forever mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. this wasn't well, the case if you look at a movie like for example death proof like this is that was i mean most people would consider that tarantino's probably weakest film uh, yeah but again it's it's seriously all build up except for the very beginning when kurt russell kills the initial kids or whatever mm-hmm. the initial group and, but then there's like 45 minutes of buildup or whatever it is, maybe an hour to, till we finally get to the car chase scene. But that's a pretty badass chase scene when you have Zoe Bell literally hanging on a car and you know that she's doing it legit. There's no strings. She's just being a wicked stunt woman. So there is, I mean, it's a lot, it feels long, but then there's that wicked payoff. So there's a huge payoff. Yeah, there is. I mean, with okay. this one though. No. Well, the other thing, too, is with this movie, they were originally aiming for a PG rating out the gate. And it was established by, I don't know whom, but they sort of established, hey, horror movies don't sell unless they're rated R. Up the violence a bit. So they added some violence. But I think maybe, like, the, (laughs) the final kill... And I, I I don't know, and, and that might have been it just to up the violence to get them up to there was well they threw in some okay, hold on. Before we even get into the kills, there's yeah. one thing I want to talk about. Okay. There was an abnormally large amount of like Aikido rolls or flips done by the killer. 
Which are? Well, first it starts, like, I want to talk about that cafeteria fight scene, which made no sense. Oh, you were confused for that? Like, okay, so the, the, like, setup, the setup in the calf, the setup is in the calf, first off, yeah, is... Because the, there was, like, there was this we, big, creepy, unibrowed-looking dude following Jamie Lee Curtis and one of yeah. her friends... In the hallway earlier saying, hey, go with me to the prom. She's like, no, I'm already going with somebody else. Hmm. Blah, blah, blah. The mask, right? And then he meets her in the calf with the mask on because she says, you know, oh, you smoke. So you taste like an ashtray. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's like, well, now you can't taste the ashtray because I have this mask on. And doesn't he kiss her? Yeah, he fi- he forcibly kisses her. Yeah. And then so her brother... Which I thought was her boyfriend. The guy who plays the brother and the guy who plays the boyfriend looked exactly the same. They could have been the same actor. They could have flipped twice in this movie. I wouldn't have been able to tell. So, okay. So, it starts. So, anyway, spoiler alert the brother is the killer. Okay. This is a 40 year old movie. For any of you who haven't seen it, honestly, I hadn't seen it yet. And I am. I used to love the old school slasher movies. Like I right, weekends yeah. watching Friday the 13th and Freddy and all that stuff, but I never saw this one. Right. But anyway, we so we, we get in that fight and someone gets thrown over like a calf table. I can't remember if it's the brother or if it's the, the creepy guy in the mask, but one of them gets thrown over and they roll. Like, I mean, legit like front somersault and land as if they were like karate masters. I think it was then, the brother. And then all I'm of sure a sudden, a- two random dudes show up. Yeah, but so so the brother and then whatever. They take down the brother because they're friends with the ski mask guy, right? Which you never see these two guys prior to this. No, it, it, but it was so weird that they would... It, it was, The whole situation was handled strange because they're... Again, they're backing up the guy who sexually assaulted a woman. They're still his like, friends, though. They're still his friends, but no one else helps no. the guy no, no, defending no. his sister. Yeah. You know, it was very weird. Okay. But so then, so yeah, I want to talk about the Aikido rules because same thing, like that guy, the brother, I guess, <laughs> we get to the the truck or the van scene. Where he's like rolling off the van and he's getting thrown to the van, but like rolling, like he's pretty agile, this kid. <laughs> and then I think it happens again. I think when they're fighting in the gym. For all we know, the kid was on the gymnastics team. When he's fighting the boyfriend in the gym. Yeah. Same thing. I think the boyfriend throws him. He does he a sweet roll. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like very poorly choreographed fight scenes. To which, to which I might add, the boyfriend is the last on the killer's list. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so basically to sum this up, this is nothing but a revenge plot. So Jamie Lee Curtis is the sister of the girl who dies at the beginning of the movie. Now. And he's her twin brother. Right? I think they were triplets. That's the only way I can understand, no, no, no. wrap my head no, around what's thing. going on in that Jamie movie. Jamie Curtis is older. She's supposed to be the older sister. Okay, but but by how much though? Like a year? Exactly. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking maybe two years. I'm thinking two years. 
But again, though, why would you go to prom with a dude? Like, I, I, I don't see Jamie Lee Curtis's character going out with a guy that's two years younger than her. That doesn't make sense and to that, me. Same. It didn't make sense to me either because I was like, wait a minute. He's supposed to And, like, she's friends Robin and all of her close friends are two years younger than her. That yeah, don't make no it sense. It didn't make sense. I was like, this friend, this friend group doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> Why is she hanging out with kids that are like a couple years younger than her? You don't do that in high school. No. You know, you can like barely do it now. Room. Exactly. Forget that. How old are you? 34? Get out of my house. <laughs> Please, Josh, <laughs> let me come in. No. Nope. Nope, you're done. Our friendship is now relegated to just Zoom calls. That's, oh. And before yeah, that, and, and, and before, and this is even before the pandemic. <laughs> I've just turned off my camera the whole time, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you only, you only do, you only use the camera for the podcast. Other than that, I'm not allowed near you. I'm not, I'm not allowed within 10 feet of you just because I'm only, uh, you're younger than you. Exactly. Get out. Get away from me. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So then, I mean, the main thing with this movie is the kills, right? It took, it felt like so long. It's roughly the same amount of time as Halloween. It is. It is roughly the same amount of time as Halloween. But it feels so long. It drags. It drags. Because the dialogue (laughs) is terrible. The scenes are terrible. Like, (laughs) And then the kills. They take, I feel like, especially the one with that girl. Not the one who dies from before we get into that, class. before we get into that, though, I want to talk about the terrible police chief or detective. Like he's terrible. so he's he's horrible. He was, he was fantastic at his job. <laughs> Not even that, but that random voiceover in his office where he's like <laughs> he's narrating he's like- to no one. He's barely a supporting character. He is. And he, we're getting, we're and, getting a voiceover from him. And, he, and not only that, he's there to just chase a red herring. Because yeah. his entire storyline is a red herring in this movie. It it has no bearing and no meaning to the outcome of this film in any way. He is a completely yeah. useless character. He's supposed yeah. to be the, like the, the, what's it called? The doctor in Halloween. Yeah, right. And I, we got to stop though. referencing it because we haven't even talked. We haven't even, we haven't talked no, about that movie like, yet. <laughs> he's, no, but he's like okay. But he, here's the thing, though. He's like any sheriff in any in any um, horror movie. They're always terrible. Like they're always. But they at least there's at least some. Like, no, you're being silly. There's but there's at least around. some payoff where they actually get rid of this. No, but this guy was so adamant about catching somebody. That once he was happy to hear that the <laughs> the mental patient was caught like two towns over, he's like, all right, boys, pack up. Let's get the hell out of here. And he took the yeah. entire police escort that was there at the school to watch prom. He sent them all home and he went well, home what's himself. Funny is though, but what's funny is why were they there in the first place? Because he suspected of the the... the the, the detective had them all there to prevent an attack at the school because he thought the, the, the mental patient, mm-hmm. and I hate using that term, but that's how they use in the movie. Anyways, the, ex, the escaped mental patient 
was going to come to that school and kill everybody. But and and why though? Like they never mm. really talk about who that patient <laughs> was. It's it's why I like I said. I think it's just a nod. Yeah, at Michael and Myers just, and Halloween because it it's like two years after that. Yeah. You know, and here here they are with here. with with the 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 female lead in their movie, which subsequently they had someone else cast in that role, and actually didn't receive any financing until they heard from Jamie Lee Curtis's representatives mm-hmm. saying, "Yeah, sure, maybe we will come come up north and do that movie." They dropped that think- actress. <laughs> and then uh. not only that Paramount starts calling. And the best part about the whole Paramount deal that they originally had was Paramount was only going to I think have them in like a select amount of theaters where it was like something redi- like a ridiculously small amount of theaters. I can't remember if it was like 300 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, nah, we, <laughs> we're not going to go with you, Paramount. <laughs> so they went with, I can't remember the other company, the, the company that released this film, but it actually released it in like 1,200 theaters as opposed to like the 300 or something that Paramount was offering. Classic. Right. And so Paramount to um, compete with this independent film went out with another independent film. And would you like to know what that other independent film was? Sure. I think I have an idea, but. It was Friday the 13th is what Paramount released in 1980. Yeah. To compete with this. Yeah, so Paramount originally, I, I I just found it. Paramount was um, offering a 300 theater release and Avco M- Embassy Pictures offered the 1200. So they went with the Avco Re- Embassy as opposed to Paramount. So that's a little, that's a little interesting little tidbit for you there. Well, it's funny because I, I also read that this, the budget for this film was something like, it was higher than the original Halloween. It was something like $1.5 million for this movie. And the movie still made like $15 million though. This one? But yeah, like 10 times its budget, which is incredible. <laughs> the other thing too, like, really? they, they almost incredible. got, they, they were, they almost got dinged for a uh, copyright on all the music they originally had in the movie. Oh, we got to talk about the music. Like, oh, the music was, it was the same song for the whole prom. <laughs> the whole okay, prom. but in in their defense, they had like three days to write an entirely yeah, new but score. It, it was the same song. They didn't even have a. I'm pretty sure they still slow danced to this prom night. Just a slow, just a slower Out version. Yeah, I know. Maybe it was like, night. Gotta remember, it was but the what, 70s, okay. so it would be a disco what, sort of style. Well, it wasn't. It was the 80s. Crazy, it was 1980. But what's crazy is, yeah, it's 1980, but it was filmed in 79, so there was still disco, and they're like, they kept referencing disco, whatever. But oh, what's yeah. Funny is, what's funny is the, the song Prom Night sounded like a generic disco song. Well, it had to be. You know? 
Like, it's just like, let's take they literally they literally wrote it for this movie. You know, like it was literally written to just be put in this film for this time. That was it. It would it'd be like Gloria. What was her name? Gloria Gaynor? Was her name? Maybe. I don't know disco music. Oh, my gosh. I'm blanking on her name. Or like, you know, uh, Donna Summers. I'm like, well, that's that's the thing. They had all this other music. And they're like, no, so it, and then it came to, was, and then it came to their attention. Oh crap! We have to get the rights to this. Okay, we got to figure something out. And so what they did was they rewrote, or just wrote original music for that whole time. Okay, no, for the whole so what movie. I was say was, what I was gonna say was, it's so yeah, it's Gloria Gaynor is what I was thinking of, but they had. Uh, the song Prom Night, it sounded like just like a generic disco song, mm-hmm. but then the lyrics almost sounded like they took from I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. Because I was like, this sounds almost like I Will Survive. Yeah. Part of it, this, you know, and it I was think that so might have been awesome. the original plan was to use that song because it kind of fits. <laughs> it was so, I thought it was so funny because I was like, you know, when, when you ha- we have like, for example, I'm trying to think of like, like Will Smith with Men in Black, right? Yeah. He wrote that song, Men in Black, just for the movie. And you have movies that have the, the, the song is the title of the movie almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it felt like that's what this is. This might've been the originator. <laughs> Except for like, like singing in the rain. We're singing in the rain. You know, Scene in the Rain was in the musical, but I don't even, I think Good Morning was the actual song. I can't remember. No, Scene in the Rain. doesn't matter. Prom Night just felt like a bad version of like, let's take the title and make it the theme song too. Like, forget it. Let's just do everything with this. You know? And then, You're probably right on that. You know, it's, you know, I'm th- you know, um, there, there's yeah. movies that did it. Wizard of Oz did it, right? Where it's like somewhere over the rainbow. But the, but among among other awesome. things too, right? So I mean, this movie, yeah. it is a lot of silliness. Let's get into some of the kills right now. Let's talk about the kills because this is this is what the movie's really all about. This is the payoff. It is a slasher so, film, my friends. It's, Oh, it's a slasher film with like hardly any gore. With hardly any slashing. That's why you go see these slasher movies. <laughs> but like I said, that's why they actually upped the violence. So they added an extra fight scene or some violent scenes because they weren't a planning to be an R-rated slasher film. So it was supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, these cut to black or cutaway kills that you get in this movie. Right. You see the impending doom of the killer raising his hand above his head. And then it's either cut to black with a scream or you cut to a really tight close up of the victim's face going. Ah! Yeah, no, it was. Uh, and that okay, was a lot of that one, in this movie. Here was here was the two. I want to talk about the two bad ones and then the, the great one. So we can talk about the great one because we will end it with the great one, one. The bad ones was the first. Uh, the first kill, the girl in the bathroom. Yeah. After, after like classic eighties, she doesn't want to have sex with this guy. But he has her shirt off and his hand all the way up her dress. It. I was thinking of the song "Paradise" by the Dashboard Lights, 
while that was happening, right? Like it, it like, essentially is it, it it is that song. What's that? It, it is that song, like up until yeah. she stops him. <laughs> well, stop right there. I wanna know right now. Like doom doom doom. Right? But no, he's going there. And then he he's clear like this is what boggles my mind because there are so many guys like this in real life and so many women like this. Like clearly they seem like an item and she was into him because he was maybe the bad boy that turned around. That's like, oh, I can change him. <laughs> and then they start making out. He wants to have sex. And then she says no. And then he flips it by going, anyone could have, anyone's going to want to have sex with me anyway. And the next scene, he's with another woman. He's the picking up another scene. girl at the punch bowl. The next scene, he's not even girl. I was like, "Oh my god!" He literally so like, he says that as he's buttoning up his shirt, and they almost follow him out into the prom. And yeah. He goes to the punch bowl yeah. and immediately starts talking to another yeah. girl. So, but th- but this is where we get disappointing death number one, right? Disappointing so death number one. <laughs> you need like a sound for it, but like so. He, the killer comes in and he gets that shard of glass from when the mirror got shattered and he cuts her throat. And remember there was that weird thing with the paint or was that the next death? That That's the, the next, next death. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the next one. But he cuts her throat. But it wasn't then... paint. We don't know what it was. It, it was, was the blood of the girl that right. you just described getting killed. Right. right. Because Okay. So anyway, <laughs> kills this one. There's barely any, again, it's that classic. You kind of see her look in terror. And, and then they and cut away. Dead. And there's like a little red, but nothing. Yeah, but they and cut then, away. This, yeah. Then they cut away. Disappointing yeah. death number two. Number two. Because even even the one with the couple in the van, yeah, yeah. The, the girl gets stabbed. There's a little bit of blood, but at least there's like a random car chase on somebody's lawn. There's they're they're to. on the they're on the Scarborough Bluffs. They're in the Scarborough Bluffs. <laughs> But there's at least a for for those of you from the greater Toronto area, you'll know all about that. Oh, <laughs> this movie, sure that this movie was. was shot over a 24 day period in our hometown. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we got to represent Toronto. Man. That's right, um, we the North, baby. baby. So, but so we. Oh so yeah, this baby. One, this, this is where I felt like they had to just eat up runtime, because the the killer stalking this girl and again i don't remember any other name the 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 blonde with the red dress the blonde with the red yeah yeah okay Um, (laughs) i don't know any of the characters names i don't even remember jamie lee curtis's character's name no me neither who is barely in this movie i know and she's the title character she's got the she's 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 the top lead or it's between her and leslie nielsen who have the two main title cards and they Mm -hmm. are in it Hardly. Okay. Hardly so in this movie. This, we get to this death though. This this death. And it is the killer stalking her for so long. Ten minutes. He stalks her all around the school. Like she goes <laughs> up some flights of stairs, goes down some flights of stairs, hides behind desks, hides in the car. She like I'm hides like, in the science the room, goes to the auto mechanic shop, hides in yeah, a car I mean, there. She <laughs> And then she hides in a janitor's closet in the janitor's closet, which of course there's been a body stash there when the killer has had time to do this. 
and not be seen by anybody, I have no idea. But he does. And then, so again, it's this long, long, long buildup. Finally, she opens the door. He's got an axe. You see swing and cut to, cut to black. black. Cut to black. Yeah. I'm like, what? You took the longest time killing this person and we don't even see it? No payoff. There was oh, no payoff. Oh, oh. Because then on the flip side, the next death we get comes out of nowhere. But you, you, you're you missing out. You, you skipped the van. No, no, I said the van. Yeah, yeah, the van. Okay, the van, though, it was decent because I, I felt bad for the dude because he was collateral damage. Yeah, he had nothing, and he just kind of, and I felt bad because he blew up, and he was blind. He needed his glasses, and he couldn't drive. That made me sad. It was like you with the van. Hit right to home with me in that one. (laughs) We had bad vision. But no, so that's why, like, that that death was, it was bad in the sense that it was, like, low-budget bad. Not necessarily in its execution, you know, right. but it's weird how he kept driving, but yet somehow the killer kept getting in and out of the van while he's yeah. driving. I think he got in and out of the van or on the van twice. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. At like, least. Holy cow, man. How, where is he driving? How are you fast enough to time it? You can just. Why it, are you driving it? circles oh, on man, the bluffs? So but so. Then we get to the best death. Before you get to this, though, before you get to this, though, I would like to mention that it's on their IMDb page that that van was actually stolen by the stunt coordinator. Perfect. It was a stolen van that that they that they destroyed in this movie. I I just wanted to say that. Oh, my gosh. Um, (laughs) They drove a stolen van off the so. If you lost a van, if somebody stole your van in 1980, now you know where it is. Yeah. (laughs) To our our Toronto listeners. (laughs) Yes, it is death (laughs) where they're crowning king and queen of prom. And it's Jamie Lee Curtis and her boyfriend, who, again, is supposed to be two years younger, but somehow he's king of prom. Right. But they tie him up. He's the final kill on the killer's list. Yeah, he's supposed so to be the, the killer has crown. like cleaned up his entire list. Yeah, he puts the crown, or the, then he gets t- he gets tied up. Yes, and the people who tied him because up, the because Unibrown bully guy and his buddies, yeah. you know, yeah. jump him, beat him up. But I don't know what happens to his buddies then, or do they scatter once they see? I, I'm gonna assume they scatter because okay. so, dude puts his. The crown on, and within like seconds, killer is there again with the axe. It's kind of slow. It's kind of a buildup, and you think they're gonna cut away, but nope. Oh all, no! All of it, just decapitation. Like, Decapitations his, galore. Like his kappa was detated from him, <laughs> and his head proceeds to roll onto the stage. Ooh. I was like, okay, so there was the whole budget of the movie was that one kill. Right, Head, <laughs> and it, it was rolled. so like, good. I, don't I also don't understand. How, I was like, like, "Where was this in the rest of the movie?" It, yes, but it's funny how much I didn't get how the head rolled that much. It rolled from backstage. 
it's into the crowd. Like, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because Jack Black dressed as a biker <laughs> was hit by a hit and he punted it. A la Anchorman. That's that's why. So that (laughs) admittedly that one death, which is not even the greatest of no movie deaths in the grand scheme of things was hilarious. First of all, we watched it three times because it was so funny. Yeah, we were. (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah, we were like, wait, what just because also and then the same thing. You go from the one girl being stalked for 10 minutes to this one coming out of nowhere. We're like, wait, what just happened? Like, we both did that. How? Where did it come from? And it was like that. And it's like, I think there's your lesson. Forget stalking them. Just just do it. Get her done. Like Larry the Cable Guy says, just get her done. So then we jump into... uh, So then... Everybody scatters. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen is nowhere to be found. And Jamie Lee Curtis now has managed to scatter backstage again and get her boyfriend untied and loose, thus allowing for a fight sequence to happen. Then she somehow manages to have, like, eye-to-eye contact with her brother. I can't remember if it was before... Or after she like wallops him in the head with the axe? I don't remember either. I I want to say it's after because he stands up and that's when. Okay. I want to say that because I think you see like a trickle of blood in the under the mask, I think. And she like lingers at him. Yeah, because there's no yeah, there was no way she did it after they locked eyes. There's no way. Okay. She knew at that point she knew that it was her brother or that it was somebody she knew. Now remember, friends, this is the ski mask that the creepy dude that got his head cut off wore to make out with Jamie Lee Curtis, and it got that real. Nathan threw it threw in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, just buy another mask. That's all I'm saying. And then yeah, and then you know. So So then they run out, like, he runs out, and now the cops are back. Yeah. (laughs) But people are screaming when he runs out. And when he runs out, he doesn't have a weapon. Yeah. He's clearly, he's bleeding. He's clearly injured. Everyone is terrified of him, and he's like this. And he's, like, dazed and confused. Yep. And then he starts having flashbacks to when Robin died. But he wasn't even there when she died. But it's assumed that he was the shadowy body that walked over her. Yeah, I don't remember. Right? Like, I, I don't think they think showed us that he was there at all. They sort of no, say that afterwards. No, you just that he the, saw the whole thing. Body. Yeah, that's what he's like. I saw the whole damn thing. And that's another thing. Why didn't he tell his parents back then? Mm. He was a child. The child isn't plotting. Okay, not every child is Bruce Wayne where they're plotting revenge. They're, they're like, no, those kids did it. I'm telling. That's it. <laughs> no, this kid planned the murders of his sister's friends. Or the only other thing that would make sense to me is that Robin and Jamie Lee Curtis's characters are the twins, and the brother is younger. 
Donato. Like I, I looked it up. She's older. Your face is older. I, I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> Anyways, friends, we've come to the point in the film where we rate these movies out of five ginger snaps. And Josh, good buddy, good pal, how many ginger snaps do you give Prom Night? Okay, so this is kind of like... Okay. Just, bear, just go go with me on this. I'm, I'm listening. A, I'm listening. I give it. A, I give it a two and a half for this reason. Okay. One and a half for the movie. Mm-hmm. But the t- decapitation scene is one point on its own, so I'm just making it two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> the, the decapitation does save this movie, the, which the, I the think again. I think that add on was for that R rated. I really yeah. think that's what that was. And it I, I, it works. I was it definitely that, works. That Jamie Lee Curtis was barely in the movie. She did nothing. To she was underused. She did nothing. She Leslie was just there. Newton did nothing. And I'm pretty sure it's because at this time, they used him because he was A, Canadian, and B, he had not started to hit his resurgence in his career. So I think But even then, he, like at, at this point, though, right, you have who I guess was regarded as the scream queen in your movie. I think this is what right. And of- you only use her scream once and it's in a random fight scene in the cafeteria as opposed to having her take on the killer directly. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, well, wait, <laughs> oh. it's just her character is, you know, like I kept waiting for something to happen. With her. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, yeah. this movie displays her dancing ability. Mm-hmm. At least at, on like the first time we see it. Again, this mm-hmm. is released, what, two years after Halloween. Halloween, right? And so I think it's released the same year or very closely to not just Friday the thirteenth, but Halloween two. This was released. This was released in, in, I think, contention with Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know about Halloween two. Yeah, I I know Halloween two because she's in that one as well. That was her first sequel, and then after that one, she didn't show up again in Halloween until nineteen ninety seven or whatever. Anyway, so two and a half stars for me. That's where I stand with this. But again, the movie itself one and a half, but just an extra point for that decapitation scene. I'm gonna. I'm just going to go with the two and it's half a point for me as a movie and one and a half for that decapitation scene. I mean, I rewound it three times. (laughs) That's what I mean. We watched it three times. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) you could could even argue that for each time we rewound it, we gave it a half point. point Yeah. That's that's really all I'm going to say about this movie. I mean, it it's an all right slasher film. I think it's not as see, the thing is, though, it's in this weird group where it's not the first one to come out. Nor is it anything groundbreaking. Right. And we also have this thing of, you know, having all this other catalog to to sift through in terms of these types of movies. Mm. 
right, where this kind of falls to the wayside. But I mean, this was a successful film. It it spawned a franchise of like three other movies and yeah, a remake in, a and, and a remake in 2008, ago. which funny enough is the is rated PG-13. And I think the only horror movie slash slasher fic, flick to have that rating so again, Prom Night goes for a lower rating, just, I guess, to appeal to a broader audience. Strangely enough. Anyways, guys, um, on that note, uh, Josh, where can they find our stuff? Folks, if you want to find <laughs> us, you can find us on Instagram at gingerflixpod, and that's just one word. You can find us on Twitter at flixpod, and you can find us on YouTube at gingerflix, and remember that Flicks is always spelled with X. Alright, guys. For Ginger Flicks, I'm Joey. I'm Josh. And we will catch you again soon. Bye.